Good morning, and welcome to Local Matters. I'm excited to have back the four mayors, as I called them last week. Uh, Smith County Mayor Jeff Mason, Jackson County Mayor Randy Hetty, Watt County Executive Denny Wayne Robinson, and Cumberland County Mayor Alan Foster. Guys, again, thank y'all for being here. You had a week to come up with a better title. It still can't do it. <laughs> still can't do it. I need to work on that. You're yeah. a gluttonous yeah. punishment. I, I Did like you know that? It. I like it. So yeah. it should be a okay. TV show. That's fine. That could be a TV show, The Four Mayors. I, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, you got the that I wish you were here show about the Upper Cumberland. Okay. We could do a four mayor show about the four of the Upper Cumberland mayors. I mean, talk well, to WCT was, about that. I think it's as a great was idea. determined uh, last week, there would definitely have to be subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Let me tell you a scary thing. Go ahead, Randy. Yeah. I got I got a call uh, from um, what's that show we did? What's that uh, STEM Center? Yeah. I got a call from the STEM Center back a couple months ago. said, hey, Mayor Hetty, I'd love to have you and your mayor, some of your fellow mayors, on a STEM, uh, uh, whatever they have, conference call. And I couldn't believe that they were bold enough to ask us to do that. Or Is this after we did the first no, one? No, that was the first oh, one. Oh, the first one. Okay. I couldn't believe they'd asked us to be on it. Alan couldn't be with us. I couldn't. But me, Jeff, and DW, and I'm thinking – they they they're not thinking. <laughs> they're just not thinking. And they had us on there. I thought we did good. I mean, you guys. I, yeah, thought I was we did impressed. Good. I, I was they, <laughs> and, and it seemed like. I mean, they may have been lying, but I felt like they thought we brought something to it. So. I'm just glad these people don't record between breaks. I can see Ben over here and watch him, make sure we're not being recorded, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, give us the... Yeah, if, if, if you ever see this, just stop talking. <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all are back. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about budget amendments as we closed last week and purchase orders, and this is why you guys are... You guys, we've talked about this real close. Y'all talk a lot. You bounce stuff off each other. There's things you don't talk about, and I get it out of you on the show, and then y'all... The conversation, it's like I just sit back and let y'all go, and that's fine with me. But Randy and Jeff are having a good conversation about POs and how all that works. And, of course, Alan, you, 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 you've been doing this a long time, too, being county mayor and then school board. And Denny Wayne, you were county commissioner, or being county commissioner, school board. Denny Wayne, you were county commissioner. So you get some of that knowledge, but you don't get the full detail about POs, invoices, requisitions. You don't. No. You know, how all that yeah. as a commissioner. Um but budget amendments are key, and you got to pass them. You got to have them to, to prove that the money's got to be there to spend it. And sometimes, you know, you can do it inside the function or series, as you said, just catching you up. But the interesting conversation we left with is y'all all don't do it the same way. No, and you don't know how. Jeff, you looked at Randy, so I don't know how you do it that way. Exactly. Why do you think? Why are you asking? Well, about because me? I mean, I know what my staff does when they met. I mean, they're, they're watching. I mean, they, you send a PO over, the first thing they're going to do is check that line. If that line, if you're asking for $500 and there's not but $300 in that line, they're going to kick you back and go, Hey mayor, there's not enough money in here. Do you want us to go ahead and do it and put a budget amendment in, or you want to do it from somewhere else? You know, so, or just wait. So ours ain't going to pay a bill. If, uh, if you don't have a PO for oh, it, either. No. you're not going to get a bill paid for Oh No, I've been chastised many a times for getting something done. Uh, you, you, let me just explain this to you. It's clear. Okay. <laughs> this all be if, good. If they do it without a PO and they charge it, you will pay it. Well, you like it or not, you will pay that bill. Now, you, you can you reprimand will. them. You will. You can fuss on them. And you can take them before the county commission. But you will pay that bill. Sir, I do agree That's with that. That's exactly right. But if it's made to be easy, it'll keep on happening. Yeah. Well, the reason that my office had a clean audit for the first time in 20 years, that we know of, it could be longer than that. Bragger. 
Well, I'm just saying. You know, you know how much work it took to get to this point. Yeah, because we had one last year. How many times I had to call, and how many times I had to say, "I love you," and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just needing you to work with me. Just call and get a PO. I'll make it happen unless it's crazy. See, we're, I think and, the other three of us, we're 57 or 81. 81. And that and makes life better. It works that's different. What, I, yeah. don't, I don't physically see how you can be a mayor and do that, too. I really don't. You, you're my hero, Randy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's work. It's got to be. Uh, you know, I, you know, we're fixing to go to D.C., mm-hmm. you know, and, and we got other things. We got County Government Day mm-hmm. coming up. And so I'm sitting down with my office staff last week, and we're sitting down and planning my schedule because I'm, I'm also part of this ARC leadership thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, right. And I, we're having to plan when we do payroll and how we make sure payroll's done. Cause I'm gone. Cause I, really? I say, yes, you got to do Financial Management Act of 1981 or 57. If 57. You don't that uh, I'm telling you, some mayors even sign every check. Do y'all sign your checks? No. I sign general. I sign the ledger. I sign every check. Well, I asked when I came into office. They asked, you know, how I want to do it. And I said, I want to see every check. I want to see every expenditure. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah, exactly. because I spend a whole lot of my day signing checks. And you, I don't wow. do every payroll check or nothing like that. I do a payroll deposit. You do vendor checks. That, that's correct. I do vendor checks, yeah. For the general fund. For the general fund. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That would take mm-hmm. forever. It, it does take a while. Well, but it, I know where it goes. Yeah. Well, it's I you got the a finals. report. You know, I get a report, but I don't have to sign everything. That's day. me. I get a report. I just signed it before I came up here. She hands me it, and it's got a, the list of every check that was wrote in whatever period of time. I sign every check. So DW, you and the finance director probably sign, right? Yes. And yes. Smith County, who me signs? Me and Daisy. And then uh, you sign every check, mm-hmm. Randy and Jackson County, and you don't... Me and the finance director. We have a kit, but it's the electronic signings. The signings. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. You, you're like me, you just sign off on a ledger when they print you a report of every check. If don't, I don't, they don't have to do that. I just get a report. I don't have to sign off on it. They're, we sign off on it. Okay. I'm, I'm curious to know how the electronic signature works because, you know, in next year's budget, I want to go to next gen, right? And they tell me that I can do electronic signature mm-hmm. on that. And I just want I mean, I'm not going to allow anybody to click my signature. I'm still going to have to do that myself. But, boy, that would save some time. Yeah, I approve that. Yeah, I approve that. You know, to me, that would be a lot easier. It would, so, yeah, it would let you spend your time doing other stuff related to the county yeah. instead of you signing every yeah, check, so physically every, signing every check. Signing every check. Several of my counties still have mayors that physically sign every check. I'll, see yeah. I'll be in there, and they'll be signing something. And you Y'all know. aren't 81 or anything here no, either, though. But we have the signees, the next gen, or it's automatically signed. Yeah, yeah Randy don't have to sign every check. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I'm talking that. about Mayor yeah. Porter. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But he's still general yeah, county law. that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he's made it work. Well, it's a topic for discussion, and, and, and I don't care to say it on the air because I think Randy and I have talked about it on air. Randy Porter is, you know, he does a great job. His staff does a great job. But what about the next person after him? Mm-hmm. that may not have the knowledge or may not have the experience, and they come in and they really just will truly want to be a mayor that's recruiting or, or or working with industries or helping other things, doing other things other than finances. What if they don't know anything? Sets the county back a little bit with experience. So what do you do? Do you, do you set up a finance department at that point? How does that work? And well, Putnam County don't know because the last two county executives have been a, a, count, a financial minds, you know, familiar with that. So mm-hmm. that's something we'll have to face whenever he decides not to be here anymore. Um, is what? How, how do we run the? Fi- how do? Who is the CFO of the county? Is it going to continue to be a mayor that we don't know who that's going to be? That well, may t- not I mean, be I'm still the CFO. I just you just have that. Yeah, but you have somebody that's absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
So get you a daisy. Get you a daisy. You're a daisy <laughs> if you do. Well, I mean, uh, Randy, Randy Porter, he has to have – y'all have to have somebody that's yeah. doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got I mean, yeah, you got to have office. the equivalent of a finance director. he does it. I can't imagine yeah. trying to do it at the size of Putnam County. Mm-hmm. He has a huge staff, Randy does. We've almost got a $200 million budget, so yeah. it's – with schools and everything. Of course, he don't want to do with schools, but that's a lot of – Right. That's a big amount. But, yeah, that's part of it. Um, so that's great information. Uh, I love that discussion. And, and one thing I actually want to move to before we get into something else we talked about is we just got through the Christmas season. Y'all were joking when we come in here today about the volume. It wasn't joke. Of, and, we, <laughs> wasn't and, joke. We, and we got just a couple minutes in this segment. It'll go over to the next segment, I know. But um, the volume of Christmas trash – so when people think about Christmas, they think about Jesus and, and uh, gifts and lots and all that stuff. They don't think about the, the trash, do they? It's we awesome. normally <laughs> drop off about 70 tons a day. The day after Christmas when the rush went on, it was hundred and between 140 and 150 tons that we took off uh, in a day. Doubled. Doubled. Oh, and, at a minimum doubles, yeah. And we, had, we even like put extra bins out in our convenience centers. We had 10 full ones sitting at a little transfer station we made internally up and every open container every container we had was out and it was still overwhelmed yeah we ended up having to uh temporarily shut a couple of them down because we couldn't get trucks to service them fast enough well that makes yeah. people not happy it, it didn't make them you yeah. can do a lot of stuff i don't know don't what you do for the convenience i don't guys. know what you do though i mean you you wow i mean yeah. if you're going to double something in a day it's going to cause an inconvenience the, what do y'all even, do? I even get out. Um, I, I work on after Christmas and, and, and haul trash and ever, have ever since I've been there, uh, just trying to help keep up. And we still have a hard time getting trucks to convenience centers in, in time. Well, and with the holiday being on a, the actual day that everybody took off being that Monday, it really pushed it. Yeah. yeah. And we have a third party that we deliver ours to. So, you know, they have, if they have a different schedule than us, it's a real yeah, problem. You gotta, yeah. They got to be open. Yep, <laughs> you they got to be open it. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we heard from our outside vendors or outside people bringing trash. They didn't like the fact we were shut down Monday. And then we were kind of like, can't help it. We're going to give our guys a day. Yeah. They got to have a break too. They deserve, yeah, I mean, they deserve time off too. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Trash ain't going to get no better. What no. are we going to do? Uh, going forward, and I mean, that's a real topic. I know that we, at the mayor's meetings that we've had, and I'm not talking about just us four in Upper Cumberland, mm-hmm. we've talked about what are we going to do with, with trash, because trash is going to become an issue. Trash and tires. It ain't going nowhere. Mattresses. I don't know Nobody much, seems to care. I don't know how much time you left in the segment, but I was at a uh, solid waste, one minute, okay. I was at a solid waste meeting in Chattanooga back this past summer, and, and I've told this to my commission, Right now, 70% of White County's budget goes to education. 70% of our entire budget goes to education. Uh, they're predicting in, in around 15 to 17 years that it's going to cost more to get, dispose of solid waste than it does to educate your kids. Oh, my. And that's going to be— In how many years? They're saying 15 to 17 years. God. Now, that's just one guy's prediction, but the point is it's going to really jump in value. Whether it gets that expensive, I don't know. And we're— that's, you know, I'm catching a lot of hate right now oh, in White yeah. County over our trash, but I'm trying to get in front of that 
and get something done so we will be prepared for when that day so that day comes when we come back i do want to talk about that we i think we've talked some about sanitation on the show but it's always good to get a refresher about what options have y'all heard that's out there and because i <laughs> i got some saying no there's none but we, we'll t- briefly touch on it here on local matters i got the four mayors i got dw from white county jeff from smith county randy from jackson county and alan from cumberland county we'll be back in just a moment What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers with D.W. Robinson from White County. He's a county executive there. Jeff Mason, Smith County Mayor. Randy Hetty, uh, Jackson County Mayor. And Alan Foster, Cumberland County Mayor. We're talking trash. That's trash right. talk. Trash talk. And uh, we're not talking about football on the field, and UT whooping Alabama, and that like that. We're talking about <laughs> county trash. And I mentioned before we left, are there options? Because this is always this is growing to be a bigger problem. Are there options to, to do something else with trash? You, can, can you buy an incinerator? Is it worth it? Does it actually do what they say it's going to do? Is it going to incinerate the trash enough where you're not piling your convenience centers up or your transfer stations or, you know, any, who has a landfill? I do. I do. So you two people have a landfill, and, and you, Jeff, you got another county bringing trash to yours? Uh, one, about five. Five counties, and? I don't have any, but we've got to do something. We can't continue to operate. Just uh, It costs just as much to bury one bag of trash as it does 50. So That's it, right. It, it, we've got to look at something. Well, like I have that. a feeling that you're probably going to get some phone calls from some people uh, because, you know, we, we've got counties across the state that have old landfills. They shut down or think about opening them back up because they're running out of space. It's costing too much money to transfer it. you got those big landfills well, that are shutting well, down. Well, if you say you've got the big deal coming right now is Middle Point. Nobody, nobody knows for sure what's going to happen for Middlefield. Middle Point. That's 3,500 tons a day of tra- – I think it's 30 or maybe 30-something counties in there. Yeah. So if that shuts down, there's going to be a need for everybody – they're going to have to have a place to go with their trash, and you're looking at me, DW, which we don't want anymore. We're good where we're at right now. DW's going well, through his things. I don't want anymore, but I, you know, to you know, financially so, operate it. You're going you know, to have to then do you're something. looking at the private sector's got a few, and but there's there's. Well, and then it's so hard to expand a sale or to open up something oh, yeah. new. Mm-hmm. So you're getting it from both sides there. Absolutely. You, you 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 can't expand. They want you to take it somewhere not here, but where are you going to take it? And, and, and transporting it, it's outrageous. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. And, and yeah. you talked about incinerators, and, and you know you have these people that come by your office all the time. Hey, you got the greatest thing going. Yep. It's going to get rid of your trash. going to fix all your problems. $32 million, you can have this system. It's As I told, I've told everybody that will listen, the federal government or somebody's got to get figured this out and, and, and spend some money on this because – 
as of right now, there is not a better alternative than burying that stuff in the ground. Because, and, but there's going to be a time when there's nowhere else to bury it in the ground, and there's a mess. And it nobody seems to listen or care. No, nobody I, cares. I get so frustrated sometimes because these guys, we work hard every day. I know we I know, but it seems like we're the only ones that have to make it work. There is nobody for us to push it back to. That's true. <laughs> you think about trash being mandated. Yeah. And and uh, us four talk about it. So it's, yeah. you know, I'm looking at you. It's a mandated thing. Yeah. And hits, how, how much of the county funds? I mean, the state gives you no money to collect trash. Hmm. Gives you no incentives, a few grants, that if you ain't got a great project, you're not going to get awarded. I applied for a grant three days later to get a thing saying you didn't get it. Yep. You know? Well, and, and so... It's 99% of that budget comes straight from property taxes in my county. Now, there may be other counties that do it differently, but, I mean, you get a little money from recycling, but that don't pay the cost to recycle. I, I'm serious. It's no. cheaper to bury it. It's cheaper for me to take it to Smith County than it is for me to recycle it. And You uh, can fix that, can't you, Jeff? <laughs> Negative. I'm in a contract. I'm in an intergovernmental contract now. Right. I'm just saying with an option. <laughs> but there's coming a day when that price I gave you today, I can't honor anymore because it's costing me more because, as we were talking during the break, you got supply chain issues. you got equipment that we're trying to get you can't get. So. Yeah. But I don't want you to honor anybody's but mine. Okay. You don't have to have Huddos and everybody else's. You can forget. I don't care. Steve Jones. Steve Jones. Yeah. Charge him for yeah. But you mine, know. please honor. Jack That's McCall all I'm asking. Just, you know, I mean, just who's your over. friend, Bubba? Yeah. Who loves you? <laughs> Jeff was talking about supply chain. You know, uh, I've got, uh, actually, I got a compactor in the day, but I, I had two of them down. Couldn't get parts for mm-hmm. Couldn't get them fixed. Was looking at one I had I found for sale. Well, Jeff had it rented, and the guy wouldn't sell it to me until Jeff got <laughs> Got got done with it, and then you burn it, didn't you? No, they wouldn't burn that one. <laughs> oh, okay. that he wasn't letting you have it, was he? Dude? No, he yeah. wasn't gonna let me have it. Well, I should have showed. I should have let you have it because the transmission went out like two, days, like, two yeah. days later. Then he calls me, says, "Hey, can I can I uh, borrow you?" A compact. I was like, I'm trying to buy yours. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can't get parts for anything. You can't get parts down, and, and you're you're down for weeks, and that doesn't go over well. well. We tried to order. You know, two years you saw this coming. We've been talking about it. I tried to order a a, a roll off truck two years ago. I was going to be ahead of this. Pro- yeah, I was sure. going to be proactive. She was. You know, going to be ahead of the games, and we ordered a bunch of bins, and uh, the the truck still don't have the truck two budgets ago. Might get it in March, two budgets ago. I'm, I'm and just now we're behind. We just got an ambulance last week from two budgets ago. Yeah, we ago. did too. We just getting our ambulances in from two budgets ago. So let's talk about that hurts. It does hurt. <laughs> no, no, my, oh, no we've, hurt. Got some, hurt. we've got some rough ambulances <laughs> on the road right now. Thankfully, they're coming. We're, they're beginning to come in, but yeah, it's bad. Well, the Cab County got re- re- awarded a grant. In- 2020 for a fire truck, and they just got they just got word in October it was ready. Yeah, we're, we've had one two budgets to go fire truck too. That's just uh, we got to go pick it up yeah. some uh, fairly soon. Yeah, I mean that's just the, the supplies not there. Uh, and let's talk about right quick. Let's go back to the budget side of things. When you budget for a roll off truck, mm-hmm. how much roll off truck now? 
It was almost around three, I think. Three hundred thousand. So when you budget for that, you put it in the budget. It's a capital expenditure, yeah. probably out of solid waste fund, I guess, is yeah. where yours is at. Yeah. You don't one, spend yeah. the money, mm-hmm. so that money's not spent, but you roll that expenditure right. over the next year. Encumbered. It's, it's, it's encumbered. That's right. Yeah. It's called encumbrance. I, I've got some used ones. I'll see you. He's like, well, I'll buy it. You never know. You and I are over here having a serious yeah, conversation yeah, about yeah. budget stuff, and they're over there making deals. He's trying to sell <laughs> making some deals. Some of his <laughs> yeah. Well, we just surplus too. I thought if you want, you never know. <laughs> Talk to me. Seven hundred eight thousand miles. And I surplus, <laughs> surplus to uh, compactors for you, DW. If you're interested, yeah, so, you burn them. All right, great I'll surplus of landfill. Hey, hey Paul, Paul called trying to buy my old front load trash truck the other day. <laughs> so who buys surplus compactors and roll-off trucks? Who buys that stuff? Uh, dealers and, and such. We've been told w- one of the reasons we're getting rid of those two old compactors is the planetaries on them are worth like $10,000 a piece because they're fairly new and everything else is wore out. But so, hmm. we'll see. And you was talking about uh, whether it's part of it or not, but y'all was talking about, you know, the new fire trucks and, and that kind of lot of stuff you can't get that. It pushes you towards a used market. Now, buying from other yeah. governments is okay, but the procurement procedures for buying used equipment from dealers oh, and stuff oh. is, is, is awful. It's, well, I say it's awful. It, it protects the taxpayer, but the used market right now does is. It? Well, it's, I mean, it's, I know what you're saying. Yeah, in the, theory, it does, yeah. but it makes the process so slow that you're going to miss a good you, deal. You miss well, a good deal. We do that all the time. And I think yes. men helped us with it. We did learn that you can buy at public auction. You can buy at public auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, you're, when you're talking about up. buying the used equipment part, they're, mm-hmm. they're wanting an actuary to come in and value that value to make that, sure the yeah. value is is at least what you're paying for it. Exactly. And so that's a process. How many actuaries you know running around uh, uh, in Upper Cumberland? There, you're going to have to explain not. that term to me. An actuary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Appraiser. I'm glad you actually want to it. But it does. Even if, even if you've already got went through your committee system as we do and your budget and got the county commission to prove it, we which is a month process anyway. Mm-hmm, yeah. But even if you got all that done, you find that piece of equipment on the market, time you find somebody to, to appraise it and get back with you and write it up, and then you go back and um, hopefully it's within the appraisal comes back good, then you go try to buy it. It's gone. Yeah, there's there's no nobody. Yep, you know, that's exactly right. I've that's got about exactly seven thousand right. dollars right now in appraisals that came back, and I'd go buy the equipment, and then equipment's gone. gone. Yeah, great information. I've uh, been talking trash. We got one more segment, with you guys. I got uh, Randy Hetty, Jackson County, Jeff Mason from Smith County, D.W. Robinson from White County, and Alan Foster from Cumberland County. All county mayors slash executives. I don't leave you out, D.W. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. I we'll answered a bunch more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment after this break. Welcome back to Local Matter. I got uh, Danny Wayne Robinson from White County, Alan Foster from Cumberland County, Randy Hetty from Jackson County, and Jeff Mason from Smith County, all county mayors, county executives in their respective county. Talking trash, I'm going to move on to something that y'all think is an easy, simple topic. I'm about to, <laughs> to change it up and make it interesting, and I'm going to tell you why. Letters of agreement. So letters of, let me just explain it right quick for those listening. Letters of agreement is one of two ways county officials, uh, fee officials, have authority to pay their employees. The other way is they'd have to file a salary suit every year in a chancery court or general sessions court, depending on which office, to pay their employees. That way, that's the law. That's the way the law was back in the 90s, is you had to file an actual salary suit every year in chancery court to be able just to send your paychecks, uh, employees a paycheck. Law changed where you could do letters of agreement. So what is that? It's a letter of agreement with a fee official, a.k.a. trustee, county clerk, clerk of court, registered deeds. They're, they're agreeing with the county mayors, which I have four in here. 
four in here. <laughs> I wish I could throw water at one of them. I have four in here. If and you supply some water. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point, DW. That's a good point. So, and, and there's an agreement between you as a county mayor and these officials. This is what we're going to pay our employees for this fiscal year. Now, state law has to be signed by you and those officials, and the money in that letter of agreement has to be in the budget that was approved by the commission. This all happens within 30 days after the county commission approves the budget. This is the interesting part, and I do not want to hurt anybody's feelings in here. Well, I don't want to hurt. Yeah, that's true. We're not going to say who doesn't do, but anyway, I don't hurt anybody's feelings in here, but I've had these questions ever since September 1 from these newly elected fee officials because when they come in, they inherit a budget, but they they have to go do their own letter of agreement with you all. Did you know that? The newly elected fee officials have to come in within 30 days. I'm I'm asking the wrong one, ain't I? Uh, They have to come in and do their own letter of agreement. Now, if they do their letter of agreement that says, I have five deputies and I'm paying them $200,000, all right. So that's then that's exactly what the budget says in the deputy line item, two hundred thousand dollars. They're going to pay them two hundred, but they're actually, you know, let's say one of the seasoned employees leaves during the middle of the year. That official has a vacancy. They're going to bring in somebody else. They can pay them up to that whatever that salary that was making from the previous employee, or they can pay them less. Now, what can they do with the leftover money? Are you, are you asking the, like I'm asking the budget goes back in general they can disperse it how they want to within there can't they they can give everybody a raise yes sir they can yeah yeah we've seen that and well, I, I, I knew I knew one was going to be upset at me. I, I love seen you dearly county but I've I know seen. some of them have so this is what happens and it's legal well, exactly once the county yes, commission approves that budget they've approved that money to be spent right yep. you three were county commissioners y'all know that once the money's been approved I'm getting the stink eye. <laughs> This is why it's interesting. What's, you didn't mention it, that in the break. No. <laughs> I want to surprise you. He set me up. So, <laughs> so there's no need for the commission to pro- approve it again. It's already in there. Now, if the labor agreement is structured by each employee's name and their salary, then that'd have to be a budget amendment to change it up. But a lot of people, so if that, is that the case? Then you're good. You're good, Randy. You're good. Does it have to mention the name or just the position? It don't have to. It can. Um, I mean, you're talking about... It can. There's several ways it looks. It either, it, it's either listed by position, by name, or just that line item. Yeah, we do there's, position. So there's three ways. So deputy, chief deputy, accountant. So you have listed... So there's three ways. That way, mm-hmm. uh, the line item, which would be deputies, and then actual employees. And you're doing employees, so you're good. You're not, I hadn't ruffled your feathers. No. I actually re- restructured my last year when we did the longevity pay, right? So we actually restructured our letter of agreement to have a base salary, and then I hear, based on their longevity, what they would get. And so that is so that if somebody leaves and you hire somebody else that doesn't have it, then you don't, by my letter of agreement, let's say they have zero years experience, guess what they get? They get the base salary. And, of course, that caused me a little bit of trouble with someone who had a change in the middle of the year. But that's what the letter of agreement says. So that provides, the advantages of that is provides you structure, which you know what everybody's getting paid, and yeah. that's how it's going to be for the whole year. Yes. Do you pay the longevity pay out of a longevity pay line item, mm-hmm. or do you just pay it out of their salaries? Out of their salaries. Okay. And that's fine, too. Yes. Ours is long. Ours, ours have a longevity line. Because y'all do longevity pay in Smith County? You do longevity pay in Yeah, it's, County? A, it's on a separate line that's, item. Do y'all do, do longevity pay? Uh, anyway? we, do, we do. I'm trying to put everything EMS. I can into okay. one group. EMS. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, we took all our health insurance and moved that into one line. Well, I did that. Yeah, all my health insurance. Well, oh, just for everybody. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Garza broke down. Yeah. No, mine's a one. Well, could, could, this was a question we had the other day. Could you do that for office supplies? You could, technically. If you went to a centralized purchasing office. Yes, but this is what audit's going to do, is they're going to come back and break every single office supply line item by out by each, each department, and that's how it's going to show in your audit. Because here in Putnam County, we do all the benefits out of the other function that's got longevity and and insurance. all the insurance we do it out of one department so it doesn't show up in all the other departments so all we have in the department budget is salaries that's us that's what we did with our insurance and travel and whatever else but no benefits if we put all the benefits out of one well guess what audit does they go back and break it out by each department really? yeah I'm sure do. you gotta know what your department costs you to run you do yeah i think that's a good idea and we do know but as far as the way the budget shows we yeah, but it, they to put me, it all it's easier to see. So if your insurance is going to go up 12%, you're, it's easier to see that, okay, that number, instead of tr- sitting there trying to pull every number and figure it. And you can go to your, you know, when you're bidding out insurance or looking for a health provider, you can say, well, our insurance costs this much. It's in our budget. What can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, or this is where we're yeah. at. But so so that's why I brought, I knew the letter of agreement bring up other discussion, mm-hmm. but I'm letting you know because, and y'all know this, but if a county official has money in their budget, they can spend it. Yeah. And, right. if, and if it's salaries and it meets it's that labor agreement, they can spend it. They don't have to go back to the county commission for approval. Nope. So if you had uh, on your yeah, like, I had this argument my first year. Mm-hmm. So if you had on the letter of agreement, you had office staff mm-hmm. yeah. and you had a lump sum. Which would be deputies. Mm-hmm. Right. Line item. Yes. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yes. And there's one mount. Somebody leaves, that official can disperse that, that leftover mount however they want to. Mine says position, name, Base longevity, and that's that's fine. It can be stru- the comptroller's office says it can be structured three different ways. Oh, cool. It's whatever. Good, good to know. Whatever the mayor and that official works out, and you can amend the letter of agreement just like one of y'all have done in the past for an official that had somebody leave and decided the, he could make it with four instead of five and wanted his first money. And again, you can't tell him what it. it yeah, yeah. I wish I could have said no, but it would have saved me a lot of. Grief. Grief. From other elected officials. Yeah. But you, it was a thing that this official was trying to do and help his employees and re- and retain employees. So speaking of that, are y'all having a hard time finding people to work in the county? Depends on the departments. All right. Which department are you having trouble with? Solid waste is, <laughs> is a struggle. I know our, we've had sheriff's department uh, yeah. uh, looking for deputies yeah, always. Uh, a lot of the clerk positions are, are, are a little more steady, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's say EMS, sheriff, side of waste is where we struggle. That's where, yeah. Sheriff in jail. Jail. EMS. Sheriff in jail. I'm, I'm fully staffed at EMS. We are in jail. We are too right now, but it won't be tomorrow. But solid waste, you don't have any change. trouble solid waste. You fixing up your pay again? Yeah. Are you really? We're looking at something. We're looking at something. We're going to, we're going, we're looking at changing schedules or shift schedules and money to, to try to be able to recruit better. So what I, you're I telling me last year because you may be I'm interested. But I had to do it year for that because of Cumberland County. Yeah, I'm interested. Well, exactly. In we study. should all get together and figure out a way to make I'm this work. I'm interested in their study so too. Ca- yeah, you know, I'm Cumberland. Listen to me. The Upper Cumberland, oh. they're doing this study on are, the EMS. Are they done? I, they were in the air can. They're almost done. The only thing about that study, just so as you know, they're talking about salaries and benefits, right? That that's all they're talking about. And they're not getting schedules. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, yeah, they're doing the twenty four twelve. I mean, how are you have to do schedules to see. But they're not doing some other things like how much cost per run, how many runs uh, that I think need to factor in. Because you go to one county and you might, you know, there's some places that you work that your EMS staff they're never still. 
They don't have. They ain't yeah. got to worry about catching some shut eye. Because they, they, you know, or what are you, what am I going to watch on TV today, you know? Your runs per truck, basically. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly right. And and it matters. You know, that matters. And it should be a factor. And I feel like in your cost per runs, I mean, we we did. We thought they'd want the cost per run. And uh, my MS director, Keith, he called and said, hey, he'll be here in a few minutes. And is there anything you want me to ask? And I said, yeah. I said, uh, uh, we probably need to do a cost per run real quick, what we've got. We hadn't done that and. Six, we ain't done that since new budget. So uh, real quickly, we got our numbers together and did a cost per run year to date. And he said, we didn't even ask for that. So, I mean, we're low, too. Mm-hmm. Know that. I, my cost per run is going to be lower than you three, uh, I think. Air cost per run is $441. It's cost per run. That's usually pretty low. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know that Pickett County is over 500 Mm-hmm. Ours uh, is around, at one point it was around six. I haven't ran it in a while, though. Yeah, Jeff, do you know what your cost per run on the EMS is? Out of curiosity. <sighs> we hadn't done it in a while, but it was like $500. That's what I thought you told me. Yeah, I think Steve Jones told me in Macon they were six. Yeah. Ain't that right? Yeah, he said, I did hear him say yeah, that. Basically, every time that door goes up, it's 500 bucks. Yeah. I was just curious, and I felt like that'd be good ten to know. Care, ten uh, care sending you $80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, By the way, did I tell you as I met with him, the t- uh, commissioner of Ten Care? And I'm not talking about the people we met in Nashville. I'm talking about the commissioner of Ten Care. Mr. Fowler introduced me to him at the Rural, uh, Rural uh, Opportunity Summit, and uh, we had an excellent conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry you guys didn't get invited. Yeah, I mean, it's y'all are, at, all are not anyway, a distressed, yeah. at-risk county. so They gave every bit of the money away at that yeah, conference. You came afterwards. Yes, they yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, 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 I sympathize a little bit with D.W. and Allen, but none with Jeff. <laughs> now, he is a Tier 2 county. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it is what it is, but... Uh, I, you like socialism where everybody pays in and gets money. <laughs> Guys, I appreciate Sorry. y'all. No, you're good. That's why I have y'all on. Uh, great what, information. What was we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about 10 care and EMS and all oh, that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Spiral. Um, thank y'all. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your service. Appreciate what y'all do for your counties. Appreciate what you do for me. I appreciate everything that's uh, we. I learn from y'all because I'm still learning, and y'all do a great job serving your county. So, your counties are very thankful to ha- uh, blessed to have you. Randy Hattie from Jackson County, Alan Foss from Cumming County, D.W. Robinson, Danny Wayne from White County, and Jeff Mason from Smith County. Thank y'all for being here. Well, thanks. I appreciate you. Enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, appreciate we, you guys. Appreciate you. And yeah, I appreciate my friends here. Absolutely. Gets, I wouldn't you know, want to do it without my three feel buddies. Like, oh, we only see you like when we do the radio show. Boy, all right. It's time to sign off. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Remember to smile on somebody. Don't frown and make the weekend, I promise. See you next week.